Experience a full mind, body, and spirit approach to living your best life. Learn how to achieve optimal health, wealth, and happiness. This is your journey to wellness and abundance. You are listening to Mind Over Matters with your host, Dr. Amy Harris Nuon of the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris Nuon. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. I'm also a certified wellness instructor, best selling author, and speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness located in Bloomingdale. I've got a very special guest in the studio, Dr. Sutton. Uh, some of you know Dr. Sutton from our social media. He is one of our, our therapy dogs along with his older sister, Dr. Lucy. So if you uh, hear him today, just know that he's sharing his opinion, his expertise, and his insight as well. So as you know as well, the purpose of the show is to get you thinking about how powerful your mind is and what you can do right now to change your life for the better. So this show Mind Over Matters is going to challenge you to think differently about how your physical health can be improved, the health of your relationships, your level of day-to-day happiness, even your financial well-being. All of these areas can be dramatically improved by taking a more holistic approach to your life. So my goal is to educate and empower you to live a life by design, a life on purpose, with passion, and of course, always, always positive results. So... Again, thank you for tuning in this morning. I appreciate all of you. Let me start by asking if you're someone who's constantly obsessing about your health. You know, maybe you know somebody that does this. And here's the thing, you know, it could go either way. Maybe you're hyper-focused on staying super healthy, or maybe you're someone who's constantly worried about your health. But either way, you're better off putting things into a more well-balanced perspective. The thing is, obsessing over your health and well-being can often do more harm than good. So, you've heard me say this too in previous shows, extremes of any kind are inherently dangerous. So if you're one of those people, or again, you know somebody that is, this show is for you. So, author and researcher Jill Patton has identified 10 strategies to help keep your health worries in perspective. Of course, I'll be sharing with you additional insights and strategies to help you take both the short view as well as the long view on your health so that you can free your mind and free yourself from all the negative thoughts that consume you and really start embracing a healthy lifestyle both in mind and body. So, I promise to keep it real and really simple so that you can actually incorporate these suggestions and behaviors into your everyday life. So welcome to Stop Obsessing and Start Living. So as you know, my co-host Sutton is here, and he's gnawing on this really good, good bone. It's because he's not obsessing over his health. He's just enjoying life. So, you know, um, he's here, as I said, because Dr. Sutton and Dr. Lucy also know how to keep things in perspective. That's why they're a part of our treatment team. They're our therapy dogs. So let's dive right in and uh, just share with you what the author's insights are. So again, I want to thank Jill Patton for this great uh, article and research she's compiled on how to stop obsessing and start living life fully. So the author starts by saying, most nights, my family and I sit down to a colorful plant-powered evening meal. I know that just sounds so wonderful, doesn't it? I mean, it really is, but... Uh, She goes on to say, but every so often, I like to have grilled bratwurst and a tall beer for dinner, and I savor them. Before you raise an eyebrow at this, she says, I'd like to mention that it was on my breast cancer diagnosis nearly 10 years ago that inspired me to relish these indulgences rather than obsess over whether or not they might someday kill me. Okay, She says, cancer was something I dreaded for a long time, yet it was a wake-up call. And as I emerged from treatment with my health restored, I realized that my careful diet and lifestyle choices up to that moment had largely been an attempt to avoid, well, cancer, among other things. Also, the heart disease that runs in my family, diabetes, dementia, it was a long, scary list, the author says. In other words, I hadn't been making my healthy decisions from a life-embracing perspective, but rather from a place of terror. At that point, kale and collard greens were less vegetables to be enjoyed than talismans to ward off evil. Oddly enough, cancer helped me let go of some of my fears. 
And in facing that nightmare come true, I realized that I wanted to live more boldly and joyfully. My prior attitude of self-denial may have reduced certain risks, but it hadn't and couldn't have eliminated them all. She goes on to say, still, in order to more fully experience the life that I had been fighting so hard to protect, I needed to adjust my mindset. These are strategies I learned in that process. My hope is that they can help you learn more fearlessly to embrace your health one day at a time. And again, as you know, my goal is to educate you and empower you to live a life by design with passion, purpose, and positive results. So we see a lot of clients here uh, at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, both in person and certainly remotely, um, that are dealing with health-related anxieties. And the truth of the matter is, as the author you know, so succinctly you know, shared with her in our story, is that those health worries actually set you up to be more unhealthy. Right, because worrying creates stress. Those stress hormones create oxidation and inflammation in our body, and uh, oxidative stress and inflammation are, you know, at the root cause of health issues. So again, you know, these tips are meant to empower you to live a healthy, well-balanced life. And um, you know, the thing is, once you start to embrace some of these tips you'll see that not only are they easy and practical, that was Dr. Sutton, thank you very much, he agrees, they're easy and practical to put into play, but the benefits are going to be exponential. You'll feel happier, you'll feel more relaxed, you'll feel more grounded, just centered. So I want to start by, you know, piggybacking on some of what I talked about in a recent show. You know, recently I talked about the power to master your mindset and how that can help you develop really good habits, whether it's in your workout routine or any other routine for that matter. It was about mind over matters. And the first thing that has to happen when we talk about developing a big picture view of your health is you have to start to shift your mindset. You know, of course, fear can be a good thing, right? We wouldn't be here if our ancestors hadn't developed an aversion to, you know, those fearful uh, creatures, the saber-toothed tigers and the foul-smelling watering holes and all that stuff. The author says the problem is that our perception of risk and the attendant physiological response, right, our, our stress response, often overshadows the reality of our actual lives. And, um, you know, uh, you've heard me say, too, that, you know, almost 70% of primary care visits are stress-related, yet that stress goes undiagnosed. But stress uh, is uh, the underlying component of 90% of all illness, including the chronic degenerative conditions, cancers, diabetes, autoimmune disorders, okay? So that stress response is key. But again, our, our, our emotional mind doesn't know the difference between a saber-toothed tiger or, you know, an oncoming truck or train or just, hey, I'm running late for work or I'm worried about my blood pressure. Our body responds in exactly the same way. It, 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 it goes into that fight-or-flight response. And when that fight-or-flight response continues chronically over time, that's when oxidative stress and inflammation set in. So it really is key that you start to shift your mindset, okay? And again, while we do face legitimate health threats, right? Coronavirus is a great example of that over the last few years. They're often not as eminently deadly as we assume. So, for example, you also hear me talking about a lot of, you know, uh, need to focus on diet and healthy movement. Um, but the occasional bratwurst, for example, appears unlikely to kill a person. You know, and I share that with our peak wellness clients, too, when we're moving them into dietary transitions. I'll say, hey, let's get your body healthy enough so that, you know, uh, on occasion when you're wanting to dive into that bratwurst or that beer or that ice cream or whatever, your body's healthy enough to handle it. And you don't have to be fearful you don't have to feel guilty. You just have to allow yourself to sometimes say yes and be good with that, okay? So when we come back, I'm going to be talking more about starting to shift your mindset and the impact that has on actually putting you in a much healthier position, listening to Mind Over Matters. A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. 
The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working? Or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take? We can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA-approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris Nuan. Thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, stop obsessing and start living. Uh, my co-host, Dr. Sutton, is here. He gives his regards and he sends nose kisses because he's got a very prominent nose. I think it's you know his calling card. He's just a cutie, but he says hello. So if you hear him throughout the show, know that he's just given his insights and experiences as well. But if you missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station. Or you can check us out online at our website. It's thecifhw.com. Uh, certainly, you can check out a rebroadcast on our social media channels, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, for sure. want to invite you to like us, follow us, and share the content. We're going to be continuing to bring more and more uh, content that's relevant, it's practical, it's insightful, it's additive in a really, really positive way. So uh, definitely like us and follow us, and we appreciate that. Also want to encourage you to uh, purchase my best-selling book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness. You can find that on Amazon and paperback. You can download it in the Kindle version. All of those proceeds go to nonprofit organizations. I want to thank you for all your support for helping make that a best-selling book. Uh, I can't do what I do without the support of all of you, so thank you so much. So getting back to living life fully right? We talked about the need to start shifting your mindset where it comes to your health. Yeah, I want you to be focused on, you know, um, healthy eating and healthy movement and healthy sleep and, and good stress management and adding joy in your life. But we can't obsess over our health because when that happens, uh, again, whether we're hyper-focused on living an ultra-healthy life, that's just as risky, or focused on, you know, all the fears of our health, it's going to put us in a position where we actually increase our risk for health issues. So, you know, author and researcher Jill Patton has shared with us 10 tips to develop, a, you know, the big picture view of your health, both in the short term and in the long term. So in continuing to look at the need to shift our mindset, the author says, we very often are more fearful than we should be given our circumstances. Okay. Uh, our fight or flight brains tend to override our analytical, logical brains when evaluating risk. Meanwhile, excessive stress about health can be a hazard of its own. Research underlines a strong relationship between chronic stress and runaway systemic inflammation, as I said a moment ago, which harms us in numerous ways. Plus, our bodies aren't built to digest or assimilate food when the sympathetic nervous system is triggered by anxiety. Again, the sympathetic nervous system is our fight or flight. It's Imagine it, it's sympathetic to the situation. That's our fight or flight. Okay, It actually slows down and can even halt digestion. Uh, and then that sets us up for all kinds of chronic health issues as well. Uh, quote, you could be eating the healthiest meal in the universe, but if you're in a state of fear and stress, then you're not going to fully metabolize that meal, says uh, author Mark David, founder of the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. 
A habit of obsessing about healthy food can even sometimes develop into a form of disordered eating called orthorexia nervosa, first identified in 1996 by Stephen Brotman, MD. This preoccupation with food quality can be as harmful as a fixation on food quantity that typifies anorexia and bulimia. Okay, so again, as I said at the opening of the show, if you're hyper-focused on ultra-healthy lifestyle, that can be just as damaging. The author goes on to say, as Brotman explains in his book, Health Food Junkies, all three disorders give food a vastly excessive place in the scheme of life, end quote. The author says, I still check labels and I buy organic when I can. I'm still interested in the latest thinking on nutrition and food quality, but I've become even more interested in enjoying my health. Amen and amen. So you got to, you know, shift your mindset to more of a balanced perspective. Secondly, it's important to choose your health news carefully. And I'm just going to say you cannot trust the news. There's about three trustworthy news outlets really uh, anymore. They're all biased. They're politically driven. They're financially driven. So it's really, really important that you're careful where you get your health news. You certainly cannot get it from the the everyday media. Okay. Um, Honestly, a good site would be Mercola.com as in Joseph Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, Mercola.com. But choose your health news carefully. The author says, Fear gets attention and media outlets abound with alarming health information and misinformation. And and frankly, most of it is misinformation. And the truth is, you can't trust the food industry at all. Um, They're one of the most powerful lobbying industries uh, in the world, certainly in our nation. So any food that's making health claims, beware. Uh, Just just so you know... um, like food should have five or fewer ingredients, and you should be able to pronounce all the ingredients. Okay, that's how you know it's real food. Food. Uh, shop the perimeter. That's your meats, your fruits, your vegetables, your eggs, and your dairy. Okay, but choose your health news carefully because there's a lot of misinformation. The author says when scanning headlines, pay attention to how they play on primal survival fears to hook us. It often happens without our noticing. Quote: You can feel cool as a cucumber, and you can think that you're being perfectly rational and objective while being manipulated by psychological biases and subtle emotions, says uh, Dr. Gardner. If you're routinely freaked out by, say, the latest you know, admonition to avoid eggs or to eat more bacon, it may be time to get pickier about your purveyors of health news. Do you read something from a reasonably credible source, or was it from someone's personal story on an Instagram feed? Becoming more selective about media sources can spare you from a lot of needless worries, okay? Um, And the author says, for more on becoming a discerning consumer of health information, see um, uh, Experienced Life magazine. It's interesting. I was just going to recommend Experienced Life magazine. That really is a trustworthy, you know, source for healthy movement, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy food. So choose your health news carefully. Certainly... Uh, we're not uh, we're not in a position to listen to the so-called experts that we see on news all the time. Okay, then you want to listen to your body. You really, really need to listen to your body. And I'm just gonna, you know, I'll come back to the author's uh, information in just a moment. But be careful too when you go to the doctor. If you're if you're you know complaining of a symptom or you notice something's just not right, you have to li- listen to your body. Um, Especially, you know, if if you hear your doctor saying, oh, your labs are normal, okay? Um, You're not in an optimally healthy place if you're symptomatic, okay? Normal labs never equate with healthy. Normal labs mean compared to 95% of sick Americans, you fall into the norm, the 95%. That's the norm, okay? So listen to your body. The author goes on to say, my occasional broughten beer dinner has taught me that as long as I'm eating well overall, I can safely loosen my rules about the, quote, perfect diet and follow my instincts instead. And there are experts who recommend doing exactly this. Quote, forget about the vegetarian, forget about paleo, forget all of it, advises uh, Dr. David. He believes that adhering too strictly to a set of guidelines can interfere with a mind-body connection, and I couldn't agree more. 
Instead, he suggests choose simple whole foods produced with care and notice how they make you feel. When you're aware of how particular feel, uh, foods affect your energy, focus, mood, and digestion, among other things, you can make decisions from a place of relaxed confidence, balancing expert opinions with your own intuition and experience. Okay, quote, I think we simply need to ask ourselves if we're choosing joy and choosing life with a capital L or choosing fear that's packaged to look like good habits, the doc says, end quote. Okay, so listen to your body. Foods affect moods. They affect our cognition. They affect our sleep, certainly our energy level. So start noticing how you feel when you eat certain foods. Okay, because that's going to your body has an innate ability to know what is nourishing and what's not. So start tuning into that. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more about what you can do to stop obsessing and start living when it comes to uh, having a balanced perspective and setting yourself up for a life of physical health as well as mental and emotional health. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. We'll be right back. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. Everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. Uh, Dr. Sutton is here with us today. He's one of our uh, therapy dogs along with his uh, older sister, Dr. Lucy. So he sends his regards. And the thing about animals, they always take a balanced perspective. Gotta love that. If you missed any of the show, Stop Obsessing and Start Living, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online. There's always a replay on our website at thecifhw.com, or you can check it out on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash thecifhw. If we can help you live a, a, a healthier life by changing your perspective or healing your body, Give us a call, 630-980-1400. Again, 630-980-1400 if you want to schedule a consultation for a chronic condition. It may be chronic knee pain, back pain. Maybe it's a, you know diabetes, an autoimmune disorder. Could be depression, could be anxiety. Give us a call, 630-980-1400. We see clients and patients you know, in person. We do telehealth. And we certainly do video visits. We see clients locally, nationally, as well as internationally. So give us a call, 630-980-1400. Also, want to invite you to purchase my book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness. You can find that on Amazon in both paperback as well as Kindle version. All proceeds go to nonprofits, Wounded Warriors, Michigan Doodle Rescue Connect, Western DuPage Special Recreation. It is a bestseller. Uh, thanks to all of you. And that is a book that has very, very practical insights, strategies, and action steps. So again, uh, LifeWorks, an integrative approach to health and happiness. You can purchase it on Amazon. So speaking of health and happiness, we're talking about stopping that obsessive thinking over your health. As I said, extremes of any kind are inherently dangerous. If you're hyper-focused on this ultra-healthy lifestyle, that's going to put you at risk of illness and disease. If you're overly worried about being sick, that's going to increase your risk of lifestyle diseases, okay? Uh, and even depression and anxiety. So this show is about helping you put things in perspective so that you live a life of balance, right? So the first thing you want to do is start shifting your mindset so that it's not hyper-focused on being ultra-healthy or hyper-focused on being fearful about how sick you can get. Then you need to choose your health carefully, right? Most of the stuff you see online here on streaming or the news, not trustworthy at all, okay? Then you got to tune into your body. Foods affect our moods, our energy, our sleep, you name it. 
Start listening to your body. Pay attention to what you're eating and how you're feeling. Okay, that's going to be a really, really good guide for you. Next, seek positive influences. You know, what, what do I mean by that? Well, author Jill Patton says, you know, ask yourself, do the people you hang out with display a life-embracing worldview or do you gravitate towards worry warts? Okay. She says, this can affect your own mindset. Quote, be with those who help your being, suggests a poem by 13th century Persian poet and mystic Rumi. Let me say that again. Be with those who help your being. Okay. So, I'm just going to pause from the author and researcher and say, how do you feel when you're around the people you're around? Are they your friends? Are they family or co-workers? Sometimes we can't choose who we spend time with. You know, we see the situation at work, for example, or even sometimes at home. But when you do have a choice of who you're hanging with, make sure they're people that lift you up and not pull you down. Because believe it or not, that affects your mindset. And again, as we said at the opening of the show, your mindset affects your physiological body, okay? The author goes on to say, there's no reason to abandon friends who are health-obsessed or tend to worry a lot, but you might want to seek out a few other role models to show you how to live with more ease. Yoga teacher Matthew Sanford, author of Waking, a memoir of trauma and transcendence, suggests we look for people whose approach to wellness is different enough to balance our own. Quote, someone who's able to discipline himself or herself physically and is able to get out running or to the club five times a week, that's, you know, that person's got some serious wisdom, he says. But, he adds, so does a person who favors spontaneity and ease and doesn't put quite so much pressure on herself to stick to a routine. Those two can help balance each other. I like it. I like it a lot. So see positive influences as it relates to, you know, how you spend your time uh, and whom you spend your time with. The author also suggests meditating. Again, these 10 tips for developing a big picture view of your health, meditate. You've heard me promote meditation on show after show. It's because it works, okay? The author says, I found that on the days that I meditate, I'm less reactive and more receptive to experiences and sensations including fear. Indeed, research suggests that meditation of any kind may be a good antidote to reactive thinking. Okay. The thing about, well, I should say one of the things about meditation is, okay, you're noticing what you're thinking about and then you develop an ability to just recognize it for what it is. A thought is just a thought. It's like a cloud. It moves in and moves out. And even if you have reactive, stressful, fearful thoughts, but you're getting good at meditating, you could just see those thoughts as just thoughts without the physiological effect uh, and emotional effect of feeling fearful. Mindfulness meditation, the author says, sitting and paying attention to your breath, seems to be a particularly helpful way to wrangle racing thoughts. It's the basis of mindfulness-based stress reduction, which studies have shown can relieve stress in breast cancer survivors, help lower blood pressure, and increase immune function among other benefits, okay? In other words, the author says, the physical body responds to a calmer mind. Another form of meditation I practice, the author says, is called loving kindness, which features mantras that focus on goodwill, such as, quote, may all beings have happiness and health and the causes for happiness and health, end quote. You can always direct the mantra towards yourself, too, as in, quote, may I have happiness and health, end quote. She says, if you're completely new to meditation, you might try the Calm or other smartphone apps that offer basic instructions and guided meditations. I'm a big fan of that. Hey, one of my favorite apps is Insight Timer, insighttimer.com. It's a free app, thousands of meditations on it. So learn to meditate. And if you have a hard time sitting still or you're someone whose mind is always racing, try 30 seconds at a time. Try moving it up to a minute at a time. And then when you get good, two minutes, five minutes, doesn't matter. I've got a client that has been meditating consistently for almost 1,300 days. Seriously, I just saw her earlier this week. And you know how she does it? She's not spending 
20, 30, 60 minutes in meditation. She spends two minutes a day in meditation, but it's enough for her to jumpstart her, her day on a positive, healthy note where she's entering the day with a calm, clear, relaxed mindset and body. So I am going to encourage you to learn how to meditate. It's one of the best ways to stop obsessing and start living. Okay. So uh, just want to recommend you to some of the free apps online. Okay. Next, befriend your body with yoga. Okay. See, Dr. Sutton, first thing he got up this morning, did downward dog. Dr. Lucy, downward dog. They're already practicing yoga from the moment they get up. Every time they get up, they're practicing yoga. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, that is one of the moves. But the author says, befriend your body with yoga. Okay. And I know, uh, you know, uh, Western, you know, culture has kind of, you know, cheapened yoga. Yoga, by, by definition, is a spiritual practice that benefits the body. Um, but regardless of, 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 of you know, uh, how we think about yoga, it's, it's really, really healthy for your mind. Again, historically, yoga, it's a spiritual practice that benefits the body. Okay, a lot of times people, you know, um, are kind of intimidated too. So, so give yourself a chance to, you know, if you don't want to go to a yoga studio or a gym, give yourself a chance to just view something online. YouTube is a great place to start to befriend your body with yoga. Okay, um, you can get a lot of free yoga instruction online. You can pick up magazines, um, streaming, any streaming device. You can do like a minute worth of yoga. Okay, I want to talk more about that when we come in, especially seated. You know, as I said, seated meditation isn't the only way to shift our our habitual patterns of thinking and reacting. The physical practice of yoga reliably cuts through that mental noise, and aligning breath with movement helps focus the here and now. you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take we can help at the center for integrative and functional health and wellness we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation or tms tms is a safe and effective drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life in fact the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood with many achieving complete remission TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris. New on along with my very special guest host today, Dr. Sutton. You're listening to Stop Obsessing and Start Living. If you've missed any of the show, of course, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online at our website. It's thecifhw.com. You can check out a rebroadcast on our Facebook page. It's just facebook.com forward slash the CIFHW. Uh, if you're someone that notices you obsess over your health, whether you're hyper-focused on being ultra-healthy or you're someone who's obsessively thinking and worrying about you know, uh, ill health or becoming sick, you're setting yourself up for more illness, certainly more stress, more pressure, more anxiety, more depression. And, uh, you know, that type of thinking just steals your joy. So author Jill Patton has hooked us up with 10 strategies to take the long view on our health. But I'm also sharing insights on how to, you know, take the short view as well as the long view to keep it simple so that you can apply these strategies on a day-to-day basis. So uh, we last left off talking about befriending your body with yoga. Again, meditation, yoga, those kind of things, right? There's a lot of different kinds of yoga, the author says. Uh, So find one that suits you. Different kinds of yoga suit different people and different kinds of stress at different times, the author says. 
She says, prior to my cancer diagnosis, I favored a dynamic vinyasa practice that channeled my nervous energy. And this served me well in the anxious weeks before my mastectomy, she says. As I recovered, I delved into the spiritual aspects of yoga, reading translations of ancient sutra texts and exploring a quiet, reflective, Alayangar practice that attends to alignment and form. Today, she says, my professional life is busier and I once again practice angst-soothing vinyasa yoga. She says, any physical yoga practice can help you develop a more integrated notion of health because the poses address both bodily and emotional needs. Warrior poses build strength and also connect us to our bravery. Backbending poses like wheel or camel are physically challenging and also open the heart. Inversions like headstand help build physical and emotional balance. The author says, for me, yoga also gets to the heart of impermanence. Ending each practice session, you know, um, in the corpse pose is good training for making peace with life's finitude, she says. So, again, befriend your body with yoga as one of the ways to stop obsessing and start living more healthily with a more balanced perspective. Okay. Then be thankful. It's funny. Every time I go work out, uh, I, I really, I'm not a fan of running. I do it because I know it benefits my mind and body. It helps me to be more disciplined. But when I'm running on the treadmill at the gym, I'm almost always giving thanks. I'm usually thinking about work or giving thanks, not not even going to lie. I think about work all the time. Uh, not that I obsess over it, <clears throat> but I enjoy it. So I'm thinking, you know, how can I, you know, make our clients and patients' experiences better? But when I'm not thinking about that, I'm being thankful on the treadmill. Every time my foot hits or every other time, I'm thankful, 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 okay? Um, it helps pass the time. It helps take my mind off, you know, uh, my, my displeasure typically in running and before I know it, I'm done. But the author says, I first felt the grip of health related fear loosen when I was recovering from my breast surgery. I was overwhelmed with gratefulness, not just for early detection and a good prognosis, but also for the immense love and support that I was receiving. There were daily gifts of books, music, and encouraging letters and flowers, a whole garden, in fact, planted and tended by Friends who wanted me to enjoy a pretty view outside my window as I rested at home. And then there was the food. Delicious, soul-feeding meals prepared by people who love me. I didn't worry whether it was organic or not. I ate what they provided, and it nourished me, the author says. A focus on gratitude makes it easier to appreciate our present state of health and all the gifts it currently affords us, whether that's mobility, strength, or the energy to enjoy our loved ones. Gratitude keeps us grounded in what we have today rather than focused on what we could lose tomorrow. And I would add, rather than keeping us focused on what's happened in the past, right? Because again, isn't that where most people's head is? In the past or on the future and not in the present. So be thankful in the present, right? Create an attitude of gratitude. You've heard me say an attitude of gratitude creates the space for grace. And boy, does that help put your physical body into a state of balance. Okay, so be thankful. Another great strategy is to appreciate vulnerability. And this is one, just honestly keeping it real, I had a hard time. Like earlier in my life, my 20s, my 30s, you know, even a little bit into my 40s, I had a hard time allowing myself to be vulnerable, even with myself. But As I get older, as I try to appreciate life more and be thankful and befriend my body, I've also seen the wisdom and felt the value and experience the value of appreciating vulnerability. So the author says, we're often taught that independence and strength are virtues, while vulnerability and dependence are deficits. Quote, we think we should be in charge all the time, that we should always be in control, says meditation teacher and author Sharon Salzberg. She says, it's just not true. There are few situations where you feel less in control than sitting in a stark cold room wearing a hospital gown waiting for the surgeon. The author says, once I surrendered to the experience of relying on others to help restore my health, I began to understand the invaluable flip side of vulnerability, community. We're all living in these temporary bodies, she says, and we can all be here for each other. I'm just going to pause and say, I think it was five summers ago this month, August 18th, actually, 
five years ago uh, that I found myself in the uh, critical care unit um, dealing with sepsis. And uh, as you know, half the people that are diagnosed with sepsis don't ever make it out of the hospital. Talk about a time of fear and vulnerability. That was a real wake-up call and in, in, in not just you know uh, tending to my health, but allowing myself to be vulnerable and receiving the love, receiving the support. You know, uh, my, my now wife and, and I, you know, back then were just in the early stages of dating. And my best friend had actually taken me to the hospital uh, where they admitted me. And she asked, you know, do you want me to call Renee? It's my wife is Renee. And I said, absolutely not. You know, I was vulnerable. I had, you know, hadn't showered. I was sickly. I was, you know, sweating profusely. Uh, I was just a mess. And she's like, no, I'm going to call her. I'm like, no, I don't want to see her, you know, pride and, and fear to call over all at the same time. And she's like, no, this is serious. She's, she's going to be good for you, good source of support. And, and when Renee finally arrived, I just decided I, I just had to surrender to vulnerability and because I was in a vulnerable state. And then, you know, I let more of my friends and family know, and the outpouring of love was just tremendous and no doubt that helped me recover. There's no doubt uh, me allowing myself to surrender to being vulnerable to community and love and the offerings. It was crazy, crazy curative. So appreciate vulnerability. The author goes on to say, embracing vulnerability can also help break the cycle of fear and self-preoccupation. As we relax with the idea that there are forces behind and beyond our control, we can quit bracing against everything and instead become motivated by compassion for ourselves and for others. And when we remember that we're all here for a limited time, it just makes sense to make the most of that time while we have it. Now, I'm so much more comfortable being vulnerable. Initially, you know, I, I have to remind myself to get my head and my pride out of the way. But once I relax and allow myself to be in that space of vulnerability, oh, it's like my heart opens up to receive all that goodness. And frankly, when your heart opens up to receive that goodness, guess what effect it has on your physical body? It's healing, right? It lowers our blood pressure. It, it, it reduces stress. It, it, it you know, balances our heart rate. Everything's better when we allow ourselves to be open to receiving the nourishment of, of love and kindness. And again, you can you can appreciate your own vulnerability. We talked, you know, about being thankful as a part of, of that, you know. So, so appreciate vulnerability. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some more strategies to stop obsessing and start living so that you're stronger mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, okay, even financially. Because the healthier you are physically, the better you're going to be financially as well. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. So we'll be right back. A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialty in functional medicine. You're listening to today's show, Stop Obsessing and Start Living. I want to thank author Jill Patton for her great research and her authorship and helping us to take both the long view as well as the short view on how to balance our life so that we can balance our body. Okay, She's talking about 10 strategies to apply so that you can you know, uh, minimize your risk for health-related issues. If you've missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online at thecifhw.com, or you can check us out on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash thecifhw. You can also find replays on soundcloud.com. Just type in my name, Amy Harris Nuon, Mind Over Matters, and you're good to go. All right, so here's the thing, right? When we stop hyper-focusing on being ultra-healthy and when we learn to stop hyper-focusing on 
being fearful of ill health, we tend to create a better balance in our mind and a better, healthier body, literally. Okay, But there are ways to do this. The first thing you want to do is start to shift your mindset. Again, move it away from extremes of being ultra healthy or worrying about your fear all the time. Then it's really important to choose your news carefully. And again, there are very few trustworthy news outlets. Um, certainly we cannot trust the food industry. Um, but check out experiencelifemagazine.com. Check out mercola.com. Then it's really important to listen to your body. Listen to your body with regards to the foods you eat, the movement you need. And certainly seek positive influences, okay? Especially if, you know, you've got a lot of negative influences in your life. Maybe they're coworkers, family, you know, frenemies, whatever. Seek out positive influences. And then meditate. Learn to meditate. Also befriend your body with yoga. There are different styles of yoga to fit your different spiritual, mental, and physical needs. Of course, be grateful. As I like to say, have an attitude of gratitude. Learn to appreciate your vulnerability. And the next, number nine, be of service. Okay. The author says, if you're caught in a cycle of fear and worry about your health, serving others can help shift your focus. And it may even improve your health and extend your lifespan. I'm just going to pause right there and say that is one of the best ways to deal with anxiety and depression, too, is to be of service because it's the fastest way to get you out of your own head. It's by focusing on somebody else. Okay, so be of service. The author goes on to say in the book, The Blue Zones, a 2008 study and book of healthy uh, uh, 100-year-olds, Dan Butner reports that almost all of those who thrive past 100 are routinely involved in helping others. Quote, service can be very healing, confirms Sarah Campbell, senior pastor at uh, the Author's Place of Worship, Mayflower Congregational United Church of Christ in Minneapolis. Quote, it's a great antidote to fear and self-protection, end quote. The author says, for me, cancer opened my eyes to how many people struggle with their health. It also made me want to act. After my recovery, I found myself with an opportunity to teach yoga to a group of older adults. Two regulars were in their 80s, and one woman was undergoing chemotherapy and radiation treatment for pancreatic cancer. The author says, it felt like a privilege to serve them. I had something to offer that could enhance their lives, even just a little, and that made me feel useful. And in return, they provided a reminder of how much of life's beauty exists precisely because we're so fragile. Quote, when something rocks our world, we often come to those big questions about the ultimate meaning of existence. Campbell says, for a lot of people, she continues, the answer is not just to keep ourselves happy and healthy, but to pour our lives out in love for others. Couldn't have said it better. And then finally, strategy number 10, be whole instead of good. The author says, back when I fretted constantly over my health, I took my good fortune for granted. Before cancer, I'd never suffered from an illness worse than strep throat. Yet I assume that if I did, it would be devastating. Okay, I'm just going to pause there and say, even though she was healthy, her fears were that if she ever got sick, it would be completely devastating, undermining. Okay, so that, again, that mindset sets us up. She says, today, I feel differently. I'm a little wiser. And while I'm optimistic that my good prognosis and healthy lifestyle will continue to support me, I also understand that the cancer could return or that something else could compromise my health. So now, in order to keep from backsliding into fear or denial, I challenge my own assumption that being healthy is the only way for me to be whole. I learned from this yoga teacher, Sanford, who has been paralyzed from the chest down since he was 13, she says. Quote, even when things aren't perfectly healthy, underneath it all, there's a level of you that precedes your health, he explained. That's the part you have to connect to. I love that right? It's about being whole. You don't have to be perfectly healthy to have an experience of wholeness. We see this every day in people that are living with disabilities, right? The champions that the triumph over tragedy every single day. It's a choice to be whole, whether that's in mind, body, or spirit. The author goes on to say, Sanford's idea of true health involves being fully present in the moment. Quote, one of my main messages is that you're stronger when you feel more, not less, he says. 
the appeal to health has to be an appeal to feeling more, to being more present in your body, not just doing the right things, but actually feeling more alive, end quote. Feeling more inevitably involves feeling fear, yet Sanford believes it's possible to observe even this feeling with interest. And I like to say, be curious, right? Be curious. The author goes on and says, so does Dr. Salzberg. It's so natural to be afraid, she says. Though fear can feel suffocating, she sees it as an opportunity for expansion and receptivity. I'm just going to pause there and say, we've got four main feelings, glad, mad, sad, and fear. All other thoughts and feelings come from those four base emotional experiences, mad, sad, glad, and fear. So rather than being fearful of fear, just embrace it as part of the natural human experience, as well as joy, right? As well as anger. Just look at them, be curious about them. The author says, looking at my own fear in meditation, I see that unlike the common statement that we're afraid of the unknown, I'm far more afraid when I think I do know I think it's going to be really bad. And when I remind myself I don't know, I feel relief. Then there's space, end quote. She goes on to say, so when I notice the stories rolling in my mind, the ones that shrink my focus to worst case scenarios, I do my best, as Dr. Salzberg suggests, to make peace with the fact that I really don't know what is going to happen. And that, to a natural warrior, is good news. And it also allows me to enjoy my dinner, whatever it is I'm having. End quote. So there it is. Be whole instead of good. Okay. And if you're, again, I want to just invite you, if you're struggling with your health, it's a physical health condition. If it's a, you know, mental health condition, anxiety, fear, PTSD, please give us a call. We're focused on healing and curing, right? And I say that deliberately. We're focused on healing and curing. So 630-980-1400. We can make an appointment for you. We see people in person, certainly online, uh, video visits. We treat clients locally, nationally, as well as internationally. We want you to be whole. We want you to be healthy. That's in mind, in body, in spirit. So 630-980-1400. If you've got questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. You can send us an email directly. That email address is healthandwellness, all spelled out, healthandwellness, at the CIFHW.com. Again, I'd love to hear from you if you've got questions. Happy to address them, you know, personally. You know, leave an email, leave leave your phone number. If you have some ideas for shows that you want to hear, you can, you know, send me an email there. But the goal is to put you in a position of power through educating you about what's possible. So again, I want to thank author Jill Patton for helping us to take the big picture view of health. Again, those 10 tips. Start to shift your mindset, choose your health news carefully, listen to your body, seek positive influences, meditate, befriend your body with yoga, be thankful, appreciate vulnerability, be of service, and be whole instead of good. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate it. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. We'll talk to you soon. Take care and thanks again. <music>